Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this Night Sky 365 Flash Briefing. My name is Billy Newman. Today I wanted to talk to you about some of the Apollo space missions that happened in the 1960s and 70s. Kind of interesting, definitely worth a read if you uh, have any extra time to spend on Wikipedia today. But uh, it's, it's definitely worth taking a peek at, especially as we're coming into the end of July here, um, when I think, well, at least for next year, is I think the 50th anniversary. Does that math work out? Shoot. Um, yeah, but uh, but like the anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. Uh, but I, interestingly, the you know, Apollo 11, right? Well, that means that there was 10 before it and so ever many after it. So what was the history of those? And it's definitely, I'm no expert in it by any means or by the space race or what was going on. But I, um, it was really interesting kind of finding out uh, some of the, the things that they did, like when they actually started moving to the, the manned missions and the Apollo stuff. Obviously, there was Gemini and the Mercury missions that preceded it. But um, I think like the first five Apollo missions were unmanned missions where they were using like a precursor to the Saturn V rocket. And then they, I think, you know, made, made some revisions and then had the Saturn V. But the other thing I was looking at um, was just kind of in my, my kind of cursory overview of the space race was uh, like how fast those mission launches were occurring. It was like every three months or every four months, there was a new Apollo rocket uh, ready to launch. And so I thought that was really fascinating kind of going through and seeing like, oh, wow, that was like, it was that fast in iterations. Now there was a few problems. I think there was a fire in a ground crew um, uh, in like training for Apollo seven, eight, eight was the successful one. I think it, maybe it was in seven. It was interesting. I don't know. I, I can't, I don't know. You, you guys will do a better job of that. There's, I think an, an Armstrong movie coming out later this year that, uh, I think goes through some of this history too. But, uh, but I, I was finding out like the, uh, like it was like a Christmas Eve launch of the Apollo eight mission. And I think that was the first one that made it around the moon. It was kind of interesting sort of hearing about some of the science that they had to do where they had to send a couple of missions up first with, without the intention of having a mission to land a, a lunar module on the surface of the moon. That was actually specifically for, Apollo 11. And what I was learning a little bit is Apollo 8 was just set to do, um, to set to do a path around the moon where it would orbit the moon and then come back down. And, and I think during that time, they were trying to figure out some telemetry data to understand the gravity of the moon and then how it would work to land a craft there. Because I guess you have to do all that engineering, you know, before you get there and have pilot training before you get there. And so, um, I think, uh, what was it after that? Uh, I think it was like Apollo 10, that was the next mission that went up to the moon and around it. And then they launched the lunar module, but they weren't planning or intending to land it because I guess they, they needed uh, additional information for the guidance system and how it was supposed to react to the gravity of another planet. And I guess that's like a lot of math that you have to do uh, in advance, it's, that was a little more complicated than, than what we were uh, used to at the time. So it was interesting that we had a manned mission to go out there, launch a lunar module out. I think it went in like uh, eight miles of the surface of the moon. And then that would, would be the time in, you know, later in the next mission uh, in Apollo 11 where it would turn on like the, uh, the boosters for its, uh, its descent onto the surface. But I guess the guidance system, like I was saying, wasn't accurate enough to get that close. It was somewhere like 200, you know, some accurate within 200 miles. So maybe not enough to land. But, uh, and it, it, obviously, I guess that's why you have a pilot. Like, was Aldrin the, the pilot at it? I'm not really sure. The lunar module. There's somebody up in the craft, you know, for Apollo 11. Then there was a guy who piloted the module. And then there's a guy who got out on the ground. 
I don't know, interesting stuff. Really weird how they did that, but yeah, super fascinating how that was able to happen. Uh, but it was really interesting, like seeing how fast that all progressed. But uh, but definitely will be interesting, uh, kind of coming up to the end of uh, the month here when we have sort of the anniversary of some of the Apollo missions that uh, that happened at this time of the year. The other thing I was learning that was how you know, like I was saying how fast they occurred with each other. So that means that like they had one every three months, every four months. You know, a November launch, a December launch, a January launch, an April launch. I think, yeah, like, like, like Apollo 13, if it was in July of 69, Apollo for, for Apollo 11, it was, what was it? April of 70, just a few months later, that was the launch of Apollo 13. Yeah. Interesting stuff to kind of think about how the, the pace of that history and how it was going by. But um, awesome, interesting stuff. Thanks for, for listening to all of this information on the Night Sky 365 Flash Briefing. My name is Billy Newman. I appreciate you guys listening. Bye.